So, ominous. Uh, so I'm Tim, if you don't know me, I'm the children's worker here, hello. Good, I'm glad we're all up for it, audience participation will be a thing this morning. So this summer, we are looking at six stories in the Bible um, where characters heard from God and were called to action. And this week, we are going to be looking at the story between Peter and Cornelius. Wow, that got a woo, was not expecting that. Okay, uh, before we get started, I'm just going to pray. Uh, so that can be eyes closed, that can be hands together, that can be not, that's fine. Um, but Lord, I pray, Lord, as we look today at stories in the Bible, that you show us new things. I pray, Lord, that you challenge each and every single person, Lord, to be more like you this morning. And I pray, Lord, for there to be a complete joy in this place after we leave. Amen. So, straight to it. Cornelius uh, was a soldier in the Roman army, and he wasn't Jewish, but he believed in the true God, and he prayed daily. Um, and one day, he saw a vision from God telling him to send for Peter. Uh, so Peter was one of Jesus' disciples, in case you didn't know. So Peter, um, he saw a vision from God at a similar time. Now the vision showed a sheet full of food that Jewish people um, considered unclean because of what he said in the Old Testament. Back in the book of Leviticus, that absolute cracker, um, God had told them that these foods were unclean and that Jewish people shouldn't eat them. However, in the vision, God said that they were made clean and that Peter should eat them. Then the sheep disappeared and Peter wondered what on earth that vision meant. So, crucial piece of information um, that is useful to know in this story. At the time that this book was written, Jewish people and non-Jewish people, they did not hang out at all. They did their own thing, and it was against Jewish law for them to even associate with one another. So, knowing that piece of information, whilst Peter was still wondering what the vision meant, he heard a knock at the door. It was Cornelius's friends that had come to get him. So he opened the door, and they explained why they were there. Awkward situation for Peter, really. Um, he had two choices, really. He could either shut the door, say, nope, I'm not going with you, or B, go with them and see what happens, you know. Roman soldier sending his mates to come and get you. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> so, uh, this is going to be hands up. Hands up if you are A, shut the door, say no, I'm not going with you. Honesty is fine here. There is no, there's not going to be judgment. You won't get chocolate if you get the right answer at the end. Cool. Hands up B, then, if you'd go with them and see what happens, possibly being taken to your death. Oh, you're all so holy. It's great. Cool. So, what did Peter do? Any guesses? He went with them, absolutely. So, Peter had lived with Jesus. He had seen how Jesus mixed with everyone, how he shared his life with anybody that was willing to share it with him. So Peter went with them and did the same. He went to meet with Cornelius. When he got there, though, he reminded them about the Jewish law, how, according to Jewish law, they shouldn't be associating with each other as he was... Um, they shouldn't be associating with each other. As he was speaking, though, he had a revelation from God. Handy timing. He understood that God had sent them there for a reason. So, Cornelius explained his vision and asked Peter to tell them more about God. So Peter told them the gospel. 
explaining how Jesus was the son of God and that he had died for our sins and that he'd changed everything. The whole household came to faith that day. They heard the gospel and they received the Holy Spirit and their lives were changed forever. They became followers of Jesus, not just believers in God. So at the start, they, they, they believed in God, they prayed daily, but now they actively followed Jesus' example. And they shared the way that, that Jesus lived and his teachings. And that would go on to form the church as we know it today. The reason we're here is because people went and trusted God and did stuff that he said that they didn't think would be a great idea. So Peter was shown a vision that challenged his preconceptions, the way that he looked at life and at other people, who he should hang out with, who he should share the gospel with, and this led to a whole household coming to faith and a situation that realigned the way that the gospel spread from a sort of a law perspective to a Jesus perspective. Both Peter and Cornelius showed remarkable faith. They chose to follow the path that God laid out for them and trust that God knew what he was doing. So, question time. Are there situations that we need to have more faith in? When there's a decision to make, do we ask God for guidance? If we hear it, do we listen and do we take action on it? I would put my hand up and say I don't always do that. I don't always put all my faith into what God said to do. And sometimes I think that, well, that's all very well and good, God, but you're God, and I'm amazing, but I'm Tim. <laughs> I am just Tim. And like, there's not, I can't do this on my own. So kids, I know you've probably zoned out for half this talk. Are you still with me? If you're under, kids, is anyone under 18? So youth, you count as this. Anyone under 18, are you still with me? No, I've sent them all to sleep. Okay, listen up. This is an important thing. I want you to nag your parents. And any adults you see, actually, that can include me. So, if you see any adult around you having to make a choice or a decision, I need you to ask them, what does Jesus say? Like, any time. When they're trying to choose whether they should have a bath or a shower, what would Jesus say? When you're in the supermarket choosing cereal, it, would, would Jesus choose the Cocoa Pops? I think we all know that he would. <laughs> but parents also take that on board, adults take that on board. What God says may not be what we say, it may not be what children say. It may not be Cocoa Pops. I'll leave your discernment up to that. Adults... When a child around you is having to make a choice, having to make a decision, I challenge you, ask them, what does Jesus say? And you probably get an answer that you may not be expecting, who knows? But I think a lot of this is about chatting with God on a regular basis and having that conversation that enables more faith. So when we hear from God, we have a choice. And sometimes it's really hard to have faith and to trust God but in this story, and countless others in the Bible and in life, God always turns the situation for our good. So, uh, we're going to have two minutes. I would like you, adults, kids, everybody in the room, to share with a person around you um, a story of a time when you've had to have faith and courage in God. Simple. A time when you've had to have faith and courage in God. Share that with the person next to you. Go. 
We have got two questions that we are going to be asking each week as a response. And that is, what is God saying to us and what are we going to do about it? So that's a question of what, what, in, um, what Tim said or what throughout the service is God speaking to you. It might be that there's um, something at the moment that you need faith um, to rise or something like that. So share with maybe a different person to who you were talking with just now um, and go through those questions of what is God saying to you right now and what are you going to do about it. So again, we'll give a few minutes for that, either do a craft activity, chat while you're doing the craft if you want, we'll put some music on, um, go for it.